My brothers and my sisters, uh, we have gathered here today for another Humble Podcast Brag Podcast with your host, uh, Zachary Dupree. What up, Doug? Yo, he he hit it to your widow's peak. Yeah. What up, buddy? <laughs> Man, I found out how to make this shit work. When you hit me with the link the first time, the fucking... And there's no button for me to press to join your recording but if i leave the app open and then you send the link again and i click it it works every time yeah you i think you have to have the app open for it to work uh, uh i see yeah. and i think you're the one that figured that out so like every yeah. other remote cast i've been doing that's the way i've been getting it to work <laughs> hell so. yeah we figured it out my dude. yeah figured it out now you get some slime yeah <laughs> i don't know if you remember that <laughs> Show on fucking Nickelodeon. Oh yeah, I get slimed because I fucking helped out. Sad. <laughs> How you been, brother? Yeah, pretty good. Just same old shit. Same. I understand. I've been good. Um, just working. You know how it is. I finally got to listen to your album. Yeah. Probably about an hour ago. I'm sorry. It's been it. It took a while, but no, it's cool. I've been working my ass off. But you like that shit bumps hard. Is the bass hit good in your shit? Oh, yeah, in my car? Hell, yeah. My car's fucked up right now, but I can still listen to music. You feel me? (laughs) Yeah, that first song, Shamans, your wordplay on that shit is ridiculous. Hell, yeah. Like, I don't know how you wrote that that first and second verse on that song, but holy shit. You rhyme every word with every other word, and that's lyricist to me. Like, that's his lyric system. Man. Cholo Lobo Loco with Mojo is on the road that goes to Yes, dude. All that shit. Yeah, dude. Like, that's what I love about rapping right there. It's like when you can rhyme word for word, every bar rhymes with every other bar. That shit's amazing or, to me. Or just every word in a row rhymes. Like, for like yeah. six or seven words. But I don't care if it makes sense or not. Right, yeah. Just be rhyming shit. On a, on a long enough. <laughs> time of doing that it eventually starts to not make sense anymore but <laughs> like that, that held together kind of good so hopefully people like it, the first track on it shamans yeah and then you said something i don't know i don't know what you said i don't know nobody knowing me that has a dope flow as the goat oh don't choke mm-hmm. <laughs> that shit was made me laugh hell yeah yeah for sure I wrote that stuff, man, a while back. Whenever I wrote Isolating One, I wrote a bunch of songs right after that. I was in the same mindset, on the same kind of style of beats, and I wrote even more. Ah, that makes sense. Okay. So they, they really got that feel of like, did you get the feeling that it really did sound like a sequel, or did it sound way different? Yes, the, the beats were the same. The flow was kind of the same, you know, but I like it. What about the subject matter? Did that seem like it it was still carrying on the concept and shit? A little bit. I think you went off a little bit. But, like, the last half of the album, really, the subject matter really worked for you pretty good. Hell yeah. Glad you think so. It was dope. I gotta listen to it more, because... I uh, originally isolating one like dude that was my to go to CD every day in the morning getting ready for work yeah. like that shit hyped me up so now 
I just recently listened to Isolating 2, probably about an hour and a half ago or so. So now I really, I got to really listen and analyze your bars and actually listen to what you're saying instead of hyping up the beats, you know? I'm always, yeah, I'm always curious how, okay, so if I put the full album on YouTube and uh, people are, seem to be listening to it a lot or whatever, how are they doing it? Do they, like, are, like, I guess this question goes out to everybody listening. Hit me up. Let me know. If you're listening to it on YouTube, which, like, 450 people or views were on Isolating One, so if they're all watching it on YouTube, like, are you just sitting there not opening any other apps and just, like, just... You know, because you can't close it or else you can't hear it. Like, how are people doing that? Are they just putting like their phone to the side and fucking because I'm not like that. I got to I can't sit there and listen to a whole long ass thing on YouTube, you know, because I'm like, I got to do some shit on my phone. I'm addicted to my phone, man. Let me me tell you something. It's called YouTube premium. You can. uh, Yeah, (laughs) you can. You can cancel. You can exit the app. But but there's a lot of shit. Does a lot of people really have that? I thought nobody really got that. I, I bought it just because of that, honestly. And you can download shit. Hell yeah. So, but I mean, before when I didn't have YouTube premium, yeah, I would have to, um, I would have to listen to the whole album, like just on YouTube without doing anything Which else, you know? I think like hopefully it was good enough that people actually listened to the whole thing and weren't just like, like which, turning it off right away. Yeah, which I, I mean, I, I feel like that makes you actually listen to the to the music instead of trying to do something yeah, else. Yeah, and you know that's what I the mean? goal, man, because it, it's not, of course, there's a single, The Earth or whatever, and then Knife was the single off Isolated One, but like, of course, the idea that I had behind it was that it's supposed to all be listened to at one, like it's, it's like, why would you just read one chapter out of the book? You know what I mean? Right, it's a real yeah. album. You know what I mean? Like, Back in the seventies, you 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 had to put the um, the vinyl on the record player, and you listened to there a whole no album. Fast forwarding like, or winding, like right. it was a one one time through experience. Like, and I feel like people were way more connected to albums back then, you know. And so that was the intention because I've always listened to straight albums. Like, that's that's how I do it. I just listen. I'm, to I'm albums, not one of them like, people that sits here and makes playlists of all kinds of different artists and shit. I want to sit down with an artist I really like and fucking jam all the way through their album. And that doesn't always happen because I, my drive isn't long enough or, or just whatever. But I try to, especially if I'm in my apartment, just drinking a few or hanging out, like listen to an album fully all the way through. And so that's why I made it that way to where it's not like all the songs, like you'll notice there's no gaps between the songs. Like they just feed right one and one after another into each other. It's gapless because it's posted. I think you have, Interludes, maybe in it, but other well, but than the that, actual in between of the songs, like if you listen, when one song oh, ends, the next one starts almost the next immediately. One starts, yeah, right. that's how it's supposed to be. That's how I wanted it to be. So it's one continuous like thing where there's really no break from it. And another thing I wanted to do with it, and which I did with isolating one, is have shorter tracks. You know, because like the attention span. Dalton was telling me this, like the attention, and and it makes total sense. The attention span these days of people you know, younger people and shit is so short. You know what I mean? Nobody like generally people don't want to like younger people don't want to sit there and listen to a fucking seven minute song or even like a four and a half minute song. They want that shit 
uh, cut down, just get to the point and let me move on. You know what I mean? I don't want to sit here forever. And unless the song's epic, I don't want to fucking listen to a fucking four minute song, you know? So the attention span's so short that, you know, unless it's dope and hitting all on all cylinders and you can make it go for four minutes, like you need to just make it short, sweet and to the point. So, and those beats, uh, that I was using off YouTube that are kind of like Earl sweatshirt type beats are shorter. So it required me to get my point across quicker, maybe have a song structure where it's just a verse and there's just a verse one, verse two, there's no hook. Like it's just long verses. And sometimes it's a song that's just one in con continuous verse, no hooks, no intro, nothing. And so I just wanted to stick to that. And that's why this, this album's kind of like that too. Like there's, the longest song is the herb and it's like three and a half minutes. And then a lot of them are two and a half minutes and below, you know? Right. I feel that. But sometimes every now and then I like a five and a half, six minute song of straight yeah. bars. For sure. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? I think it's the even younger people that maybe that have the, that are, it, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's like our yeah. generation. I think it's the, the, the newer uh, how do I say this? The, the the younger, yeah, like you said, the younger yeah. people, the 16, 17, 18 year olds, like everybody's got ADD now. Everybody, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like we all need to be prescribed. Like, it's just the society we live in and the information that's just fed to us constantly and just all the things we got to deal with. So many more people are mentally ill. Like a lot of people, they just got that short attention span, you know what I mean? Get to the point, like, especially. The, like, what is you trying yeah, to say? what you trying to say? Because I ain't got all day. You know what I mean? What you trying to say? Because I ain't got all day. So get the fucking... Because I ain't got all day. You know? <laughs> but that's what I tried to go for. Right. And, and the fact that those beats were shorter, and I was like, this is a whole new thing for me. Because I've never written to really short beats like this. I was like... I And, and I got the idea from some uh, new age kind of lo-fi albums that I was listening to. And that's what I tried to go for is look up that had that lo-fi element in it like you know like the sound of the dust popping off the vinyl happening in the background you know just real authentic shit vibey shit and i was like this is kind of some newer age shit and it may be a little dated now but you know within the last three years or so like the whole lo-fi thing has become like a, kind of a big deal you know and I, i've just always wanted to push it that direction because it's a kind of beats and shit that like I, I I vibed with hard. Right. You got those um I don't know what kind of beats they are exactly, but they're a little slower, I feel mm -hmm. like, you know. Like they're more synth. They're more synth than synth yeah. in them. Um not as like a newer generation, I feel like all they listen to is trap beats. Oh yeah. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? But but since you're creating an album, which is different than like, I feel like a mixtape or something, you want to go with something that comes from the heart. And those beats suit you well, very you well. You think so? Oh, yeah, for sure. Hell yeah. A hundred percent. That's cool. They, they. the new album that are you there hello doopy hi we back yo can you hear me yeah let me know if okay. you lose at any point 
All right. No, you're good. Well, I did. Okay, so what happened was I just recently switched phone services, and yeah. I switched from Boost to T-Mobile, and so it might be a little, might be a little shady. But I'm I'm on my Wi-Fi right now. Um, like I was saying, uh, you had one track on there that that actually wasn't um like a slow beat. I guess you want to call it. It was um with Dark Arts. Was that it? I think it was Dark Arts. It was a pretty fast beat. Yeah, yeah. It's the dark arts garments and guard marred from hard. Yeah, dude. That one. Yeah. yeah. That shit yeah. got me hyped. Like I'm glad you liked that one, dude, because it was one of my favorite ones going in that I was like, dude, this one's gonna be a banger. And Brady was like, I don't know that it's gonna be, you know, like the single or anything, but it's pretty good. But I always liked that one a lot. Like I Yeah, that was, one was that one was cool. The way the way your flow came out, the cadence was it was dope. Hell yeah. The only thing, okay, I wish your voice was a little louder on that track. But other than that, dude, that shit was fucking fuego. Right. Hey, I agree. I think that 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 track was the only one that, like, we just had so much trouble with that beat. Because the beat was probably hard because of the the cymbals and shit in it, I feel like. Yeah. The guy that made that beat, no, n- nothing bad on him or anything. But the other beat makers that I used their beats on the CD were just more concise and like more well done. And his shit was, I, I don't know enough about music to explain to you what exactly is going on there, but it's just, it's kind of garbled. Like there's just, there's almost too much going on for you to be able to mix it well. You know what I mean? And so we just couldn't find a way to get me to sit in the beat really good. But, but all in all, I think it still turned out pretty great. I don't feel like you get to that track on the CD and you're just like, oh, well, they fucking botched this one. You know, it's not that bad, but I I do feel you. I wish the vocals were a little loud. Now, okay. When you're, when you're picking a beat, do you, you look for that type of stuff, like okay, maybe this beat's got a little bit too much symbols, or it's it's not produced as well as the others. Um, the way I go about picking beats is really random because I'll just you know, and I haven't used YouTube beats in a long time. But what I, what I would do is like type in the search terms of like I want a lo-fi beat, you know. So I'd look it up and I'd scroll way down. I'm like, I don't want to use the ones up top that probably tons of these other, everybody's a rapper now. So somebody <laughs> used all these beats to, for something. So right. I'm like, I'll go way deep into the ones here and find one that maybe doesn't have a whole fucking bunch of views and it's not wildly popular. And maybe, maybe no one's used this one. So it at least isn't like, you know, I'm using somebody else's track, you know, so I'll find one and I'll just sit there and it, I really don't, I, I don't have, a musical mind really if i'm just going to be honest like i don't know theory behind music i just go off of vibes so i'll sit there yeah. with the beat and i don't always know and can't describe everything that's going on but i'm like it all it all creates like a synergy inside my brain and i'm just like i don't understand it but this shit right here gets me and i know what i'm writing to this shit so sometimes i'll get that feeling and I'll be like, this is the beat right here. I'm writing to it right now. And usually it doesn't take me long to find one like that. And uh, and that's so all I'll write to it and everything. And it isn't sometimes till way later down the road that I'll listen to the beat, especially once I go to record over it. 
my bo- vocals over it and then be like, you know, much like with Dark Arts where it was like, this beat seems so great to me before. I fucking loved it. But when you actually get in the studio and you go to put that shit together, you realize that, you know, there's just like, some things. About- how should my cadence be? How should I, how should I flow on this beat? Like, it, it's kind of hard to catch that, that rift. Yeah, for sure. Hmm. For sure. That's interesting. But, um, I, I gotta listen to the album more. I really do. But so far, dude, Shaman and and rap songs definitely my two faves. And the herb, the herb's pretty good too. I skipped over that one because I've already heard it. But, yeah, yeah. But it, it's just dope. I can't wait to listen to the whole album like again and again to catch. To catch bars, like that's my favorite thing in the world is catching lines of what people say in raps, and yeah, talent of like, oh shit, I missed that bar. Let me catch that again, real. <laughs> yeah, well, that's cool that you that you uh, that you jam my shit so much like that, and you really look into it. You really want to know like what what I'm trying to say. You know what I mean? It's cool that I don't I don't hear from a lot of people other than my close friends about whether you know there's people out there that really listen to it for with the same kind of intentions as you to try to pick up on what i was really getting at or just get vibes off it and shit like that you know what i mean not to say that nobody listens to my shit woe is me because i appreciate anybody listening to it but i sometimes wonder like i put a lot of like things in, in here buried that i don't know if the average person is getting you know what i mean i'm not saying that i'm I'm all deep and have these just astounding lines or anything, but there's things that I put in there that you you're probably not going to get on the first time through or second or third. Like, so I'm doing it hoping that people will jam it repeatedly. You know? Can I ask you one question? It's gonna be a little personal. Did you shout out Lacey in a song? Uh, the song on there, Rancho Relaxo. Yeah, I, yeah. I talk, about, I talk about a chick named Lacey, but on Genius. I, uh, in the annotations or whatever, I put in the description, like, just so y'all know, this isn't about any real women, you know, Lacey was just a, a, a good rhyme with what, or a good, with what I was going with the wordplay there, but no, it's not, it wasn't ever intended to actually be referring to a real person or anything. Okay. The name just fit, the name just fit, you know? I got you. So, Hell yeah. That's cool. But what, I mean, there's been two different Lacey's that I've dated and, uh, you know, yeah, but it wasn't that. It wasn't well, intentional. I heard that like bar, that. and I was like, "Oh shit!" Because <laughs> <laughs> you'll hear also in there. I talk about what, uh, like fucking CC or whatever. Like, there's I've I've never known a chick named CC. You know what I mean? Like, it's right. you know, it's just it's more metaphors of like trying to explain that I've had experiences with lots of different women and shit like that. And no, I I haven't just banged a whole bunch of different ones, but I've had relations of some sort with lots of different types of women so the song was like part of the kind of context of it was just like you know how all these experiences with different women have really just burned me out you know right. it, none of it, I ain't talking I mean, about you it, but if that motherfucking shit <laughs> let that bitch fit what? I said I ain't talking about you but if that fucking shoe fits let it fit 
there you go. Yeah, it could very well be that. Like if if you feel like this is about you, then and, and if you think that maybe it fits, then whatever. But publicly, I will state, no, I'm not. I I haven't. No, on neither one of these CDs did I directly shout out any direct person. I really try to never do that. Like I ain't Drake. I ain't actually calling motherfuckers <laughs> out by name. I grew up with Homeboy, and I grew up with this person, and this bitch fucked me over, and like saying names and shit. You know what right. I mean? There's some songs out experiences that are real very real and but i I, i'll avoid you know saying anybody's name i just i ain't like that you know what i mean like that stuff's personal and might affect somebody in a bad way not not to say that my music's widespread and tons of people are gonna you know start you know if i was like wildly popular and somebody was like who is he talking about here and then went down a and then some psycho person fucking started harassing whatever my friend that I was talking about. Like, I never meant for that, you know. So I, I already make it a precedent to not do that. So. Right, yeah. That's, that's, uh, I mean, knowing me, I probably would just because I'm an asshole. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, but other than that, you can't be shouting out people like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll throw names in sometimes, but they're generally. They're not referring to real people, you know, right? I get more that. of a metaphorical fun kind of thing or whatever you want to call it. Um, so how, okay. So how long did it take you from writing the actual raps to producing the actual album? Okay. So back whenever I did, whenever I first moved to Weatherford, I had a breakup that I went through and I ended up in Weatherford after the whole thing and went through a grieving process. A lot of shit was really hard. When I came out of that, I was smoking weed and shit. Like I started smoking again and fuck just had mind opening experiences where I was just like, dude, this is actually the greatest thing that could have happened to me. But because of that kind of pent up feelings that I had about what all went down, it kind of opened this Pandora's box of, Hey, I want to, I want to put something out there talking about what that chick did to me and, and how I coped with it. You know what I mean? And, and it brought up a whole bunch of other shit that I was like, okay, since I'm on the subject of shit that's deep, like talking about deep shit, then I was like, let's make a whole CD. Back then, I only planned to make one. When I made Isolating, I was like, let's make a whole CD, like a concept album about the struggles I go through, like with addiction, being bipolar, not having any luck with women, like, you know, how I was raised, just different shit like that. And so I was like, the whole thing's just going to be about like struggles, you know? about shit i've had to struggle through because like if you go back and listen to the cookie thing when i first did it none of that's personal at all no it's all it's all just bars on top of bars of random shit it's goofing off yeah it's just goofing off right none of it's supposed to be for the most part like even the parts where i'm talking about killing motherfuckers and shit like everybody knew that none of this was real like this is just a guy clowning and having a good time so people thought cool so one thing that worries me is that anybody that like that shit nowadays they're like oh this motherfucker because everybody hates it when an artist does some shit that's dope as fuck and then the next few cds after that now they're doing some whole new shit and it's like what happened to the dude we fucking love yeah who do you turn into eminem like Yeah, I feel like a lot of people probably maybe think like his first shit was good but all this other shit's garbage you know like and that's cool whatever everybody grows and evolves and i would never want to just make the same cd over and over and over again you know I, my favorite artists are the ones 
are the ones that can put out a CD and then another CD and another CD. And they all sound like continuations. Like it sounds like the same. It's like, I love this band because they never stray from what's winning. They don't try to fucking reinvent the wheel. No, they're killing it. So they just stick with a sound that works and it's just, it's dope. And that's what I always wanted to be like, but it just didn't go that way. Like new shit came up and I experienced new things and I was like, I want to take it more seriously and not just rap about shit that's nonsense. You know, one day I was smoking weed and I was walking out on the trails and I fucking, you know, just sit, sat there and listened to the cookie thing and the nostalgia CD. And uh, I just had this, I was just reading deep into the words and I was just like, I feel like the joke's on me because I was trying to take that shit seriously but in the meantime everybody was thinking like this dude's just clowning goofing around i was in to me like there was a aspect of it to me that i was like no this is serious i'm trying to be hard and i'm trying to fucking make y'all laugh and like i take it seriously but what i didn't realize is that maybe the the joke was on me the whole time because nobody was taking it serious you know they were just like this is some silly white kid fucking rapping about goofy shit and they all liked it for that reason but when I had that epiphany or whatever, I was like, when I'm about to make some new shit, I want it to be real. And then Brady told me one day, he was like, why don't you just start rapping about like some real deep shit you've been through? Because he's like, you've been through all kinds of stuff since just since I've been your friend. So what if you just rapped about like some real shit? And I was like, you know what? I was just listening to that shit the other day and thinking the same thing. Let's fucking I want to start doing some real shit. So maybe people don't like that. And they're like, we don't want to hear about your fucking problems. Just just rap. Give us bars and shit. But, you know, they Earl Sweatshirt has a line about that, too, where he's talking about how, you know, we don't we just want bars, motherfucker. We don't want to hear you talk bitch about your depression and shit. We just want bars like and he's talking about how, you know, the mainstream and shit expects you to be on trap beats talking about fucking bitches and all kinds of shit. But for me, I, I never want to be like that. Like I want to talk about real shit uh, or just clown and goof around. Yeah. You know, like like, an you know what I mean? But I feel like I'm in the mood for a trap beat, but then sometimes like, dude, I want to cry. <laughs> I want to fucking feel that shit in my soul. For sure. Yeah. But you liked rap songs though, huh? What'd you, what kind of vibe did you get off that one? The last seat song on the CD? I, uh, I'm gonna be real with you, like that shit hit me in the heart. What you was talking about with your father and something, yeah, fuck really? yeah, dude. That shit was dope. Like, I'm glad you feel that about it, man. Because, like, I don't know, I get that feeling too. Like, because it was so long ago when I wrote it and then only recorded, I recorded it with Brady, uh, fucking a few months ago, maybe like two months ago now. And just when I brought the song back to life and everything, I was like, damn, I was on some real good deep shit here when I wrote this. So it like has a spot in my heart, too, right. you know, like about. And I think it, I, I liked it personally because of how it kind of wraps the CD up. Like most of the shit on the CD going through it is on both CDs. If you listen to them back to back, like the very final song on the two part thing is just kind of like more of a positive thing talking about, well, these have been my struggles. I'm glad y'all listened in. If it helped you in any way, I'm glad about that. You know, maybe now you have a lurid sight into my crazy mind, you know what I mean? And then it just ends. And like, it couldn't have been a more perfect song to end on. And Brady felt the same way. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, this is the perfect song to end it with because there won't be an isolating three. Like it's It's over. It's it's done. Wow. That's crazy to hear. There will be more CDs, but that little, part is 
it's over now because I don't have any more songs that I wrote back then that I could put together into a, an isolating three. It, and I wouldn't want to, I feel like it. Ended right. Perfectly. Well, but maybe you'll come back to it in the future. You never know. You know, it's like, um, if I go did, ahead, I'm sorry. No, you go ahead. Well, go ahead. Well, okay. Well, if I came back to it, what I would do is just make like a, an addendum or something like that, isolating addendum where it was just like, these were like the B sides and some demos and shit like that. That never got, cause there was other songs, but they, you know, like that's all I would ever do maybe is come up with like, I would call it like an addendum, something to, you know, just a, a footnote, you know, of just some extra shit, you know, but there wouldn't be another proper part three that was going on. I, I just don't want to ever, I feel like it ended perfectly. It, it got my point across and I, you know, of all the shit that was really good to me that got written during that time period, I was experiencing those things. Like it's all, it's all I've put used to it pass. All now. And There's some other stuff too. Too much. Yeah, for sure. I think it's cool that way. Like to me personally, I, I just feel like it's nice to have something that was like two parts. And it, if you listen to the whole, both of them back to back, it's like close to an hour. And eventually I want to put together a YouTube video that has like both, both CDs back to back, you know, maybe do a little remastering Brady, do a little remastering on one and make it, make it sound really good to where if you listen to them back to back, it sounds like, you know, really close to the same. What did you think about in terms of the production quality and what my vocals sounded like and shit like that as a, as a air to isolating one, did it sound like on isolating two, we were using all new equipment and it just like my voice sounded all different or like, did you still get a similar vibe? It was, um, it was a little bit different. Um, that one song, the beat was, I wish I could have heard your voice more, but maybe it's just because of my stereo in my car. Um, but as far as like the first half and the second half of the album felt like, your actual, uh, how do I say this? Your tone was better, and you could actually understand your lyrics better in the second one than the first one. I see. I don't. I don't know how to put that yeah, in musical good, terms. I'm not a fucking genius or whatever. But <laughs> no, no, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, Brady used some, some, you know, more. He's got more skills than he used to, and he, he's he's using a. Uh, this mastering program too to kind of get really good masters out of everything. And he's just more skilled than he was before. And I told him going in, I was like, the way you mixed isolating one, do the exact same thing on isolating two. I want it to sound exactly like a sequel. Like we recorded it the next day after we recorded isolating one. And he's like, I mean, if that's what you want, but then we got to working on it and he was like, I've got all these new skills now. Like I've got to put them to work. You know, if it sounds a little different, so be it. Like maybe it'll just sound like we, improved right. or whatever off of the exactly. last one and like i was like you know what and most most of the time that's what i'll do i'll tell brady like this is how it's got to be and then he'll convince me otherwise and i'm like you know what brady i fucking trust your skills man you run with it stop letting me tell you how <laughs> Who to the do fuck it am like, I? <laughs> he's the only person that i he's the only person that i will can just that i really ever work with but he's somebody that i can just relinquish my creative control and be like i know this motherfucker knows this shit better than me so i have these ideas of how exactly it should be but i know he probably knows better so i'll just be like hey i was adamant about how i wanted things but you know what you know more so you take it man you do it so he's the he's the master behind 
all the vocals. Dude, shout out Brady. It was good mixing. It really was. Everything was crisp and clear. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I've never recorded an album. I'm not you or Wayne. So think about that shit. But as far as clarity and how how a listener perceives it, yeah, it definitely was way better than isolating one. I will. Hell yeah. I'm glad you think so, man. I'm glad you think so. And that's what the vibe that you got off it because we, we worked really hard on now, it. Now, I know? still have to listen to it um, about I, six or seven more times to get a, a real vibe from it, too, because I'm only listening to it twice. I feel you. It's really cool that you're oh, fuck willing yeah. to do that. You know what I mean? Because most people, yeah. most people just listen to it once and throw it away. Now, that I really want to see what you what you felt during the album. Felt, I want to feel that same feeling. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I feel you, and that's cool that you're you know willing to devote the time and that you liked it enough that you were like not want not somebody that just listened to it once and it's like okay i listened to your album there i'm done and then you just never listen to it again you're like nah i feel that shit i want to hear it right i want to see okay where where yeah, we so that... and and then okay where were you coming at from here to here like that's that's um i, I i've always done that with every album i've listened to uh rap wise you know maybe not rock wise or metal wise I did that with August Burns Red because our August metal band, but other than that, you and Lil Weezy is the only people I've done that to, dog. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's awesome, man, to be put in that same category, right. you know what I mean? <laughs> At all. That's- yeah. It's it's dope. Um, Isolating One is still in my friend's car in Houston. Like, it still hadn't left that CD tape, the CD player. She's been jamming that bitch. I did. Yeah, you told me it's somebody's just like the CD player no. eject or something. So somebody's <laughs> Someone's them. jamming your fucking album for sure. <laughs> I love, I love <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, like I was, I so what I did was I listened to Isolating Two, and then I listened to Isolating One back to well, kind of back to back. I listened to it backwards, I guess. So I went back to Isolating One. I was like, dude. Heat, heat, heat it to your widow's peak. That shit fucking bumps. That beat on that, on isolating, just a thing, that shit goes hard. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you like that one, man. I, that one to me was like one of the best on, on, to me, I thought so on that, on the first isolating. It was one of my favorites yeah, anyway. This is super dope. I think my favorite on isolating too is Rider. The one that's right before rap songs, the second to last one. Writer. Ooh, I might not listen to that one. I might yes. have to go back and check that one out. Writer as in as in somebody who writes stuff down, not like writes <laughs> oh, a dick. Writer. <laughs> not writer. Yes, writer. <laughs> not not writer. writer's anthem, but rough writer's anthem. <laughs> that's what it should have been called. Yeah, rough dude. Writer's <laughs> anthem. <laughs> that's fucking fun dude sometimes i think about getting back to rapping just like some silly shit a mixtape comedic like a like a six song mixtape every now and then just to you know what i mean i just 
I'm not sure. Oh yes, I you fucking do. Me anymore? You know what I mean? I'm like, going though. Bones like John Jones. Get the like, fuck out of here, dog. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just I just take it too seriously now. And when I sit down to write, like I tr- sometimes even if I try to make it kind of goofy and stuff, like I just circle back around and get more serious again. And I'm like, God damn it, I got to not take myself so seriously and go back to that shit people liked where I'm just being goofy and stuff. You know, I do the bullshit story times and shit, so I still got comedy going on to some degree, so I should put it in the in the songs, but eventually maybe I'll be able to do that. I've got uh, another project lined up, or, well, it's not even in the works yet, but the, the plan is to work with some more of Dalton's beats. He's got some new, fresh shit cooked up that he's going to let me work with some beats, and maybe we're going to get on some tracks together, because that motherfucker's Girl, I need got to get that boy better. on the podcast. Like he's, I've he's, been trying he's to... He's a good rapper. Okay, I haven't really to him yet, but I, I should because his beats are pretty good. Hello? Yeah, he's he's great, man. He would be an amazing guest on the podcast. I don't know if you even know him that well. You Dude, I used to stay at that motherfucker's house if you could <laughs> on the weekend. If y'all... I mean, if y'all are on whatever good terms and shit like that, dude, he'd be amazing to get on the podcast. He has all kinds of shit to talk about. Really down to earth, good guy that that is super more, much more passionate about music than I even am. Like music is his life. He does it every day. Like, you know, he doesn't ever take breaks from it or anything. He's making beats, pumping out beats every day. Like he's just a good guy, man. I think he'd be a really dope and interesting person for you to get on the pod. So if you need his fucking number, yeah, or whatever, I probably I'll do. Because like, dude, yeah, me and him, we used to be really cool, and then you know, high school shit happened, and college and all that shit. So we just kind of grew apart. But I mean, yeah, I used to so much Medal of Honor. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I'm sure he'd be down. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll remind me uh, after we get done with the pod. Text me or whatever, and tell me his number, and I'll I'll hook you yeah. up with his number. Or if you have him on Facebook, you can just message him on Facebook. He's, you know, I, I get think back I do have him I'm on sure. Facebook, to be honest with you. Do you follow him? Do you see his uh, new shit he's been posting? He's he, doing music videos. Some, I think the now. other day, I don't know if I listened to it or not, but I saw him post something under, it was under the Tizzy Red uh, Facebook page, I think. Yeah. See, he's on some shit that's like more accessible in the mainstream and shit you know what i mean like he's more in touch with like the shit that he does um rap wise and stuff and his voice and stuff like that is more accessible to more people like and my dream has always been to be that person that can fucking make bangers make hits that like get wildly popular and shit like that but that's just not really me like i i can't help but write I can't help but be in more of a kind of experimental state where I'm like, I ain't trying to write bangers for y'all. If it happens, cool. I didn't really mean for that. I'm trying to get, you know, I'm trying to write something that's maybe a little different from what you've heard a million times. And that's not to say that Dalton's on some copycat shit or anything, but the point is like, he's, he knows more about how to make a fucking song that more that is going to touch more people he's more in tune with what this younger generation wants to hear and shit he listens to more of this like 
this big rap right. stuff. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm just going to be honest with you, I don't listen to much rap at all. Like, I have to be in a certain mood, and then I'll listen to lots of rap. But I go sometimes I go months without listening to any rap. You know what I mean? Like, but this motherfucker raps his life. Like, he listens to it every day. He knows all the artists and shit, all the new ones coming up. Like, he's big on that shit. So, uh, last night, I was chilling at my apartment, hanging out, drinking a few beers, uh, just me like always. And so I'm chilling and I, uh, I got this new fucking fire stick, man, that my, that somebody at work, you got a, you mean, fire fucking stick? dude, it's sick as fuck. Yeah. So I'll be talking into the remote, talking about open Spotify play, know my ghost by javelin. And so it was playing it and I hadn't heard it in months. And back after I recorded it, not that many, I mean, it didn't get a whole, it didn't blow up or anything. So I always thought, man, it must've sucked dick. Like nobody liked it. Maybe I was on some weird shit and nobody was liking it that much. But I listened to it and I was like, dude, the the shit I was on on this on that CD was like the closest I've come to making that kind of music that would actually be able to right. blow. You know what I mean? Because I was more on like I had hooks going on. I had like some like I was just on more of a popular kind of elements and shit. And I think it's because of Dalton's beats like brought that out of me and, you know, like being around him and his influence and always sending him new songs and being like, what do you think of this one? What do you think of this one? And he'd be like, I dig this one. So it was more of his input of like what he thought was tight. And if he told me it was tight, generally I'd be like, well, let's fucking go with that one. then." So he dictated not entirely, but a little bit on what songs ended up on that CD. And I feel like, when I sit here and listen to it now, I'm like, this CD don't suck, man. Like, this is as close as I ever came to making shit that, like, a wider audience would really dig. I never promoted it. We never marketed it or anything. Or maybe it could have gone somewhere. But I, to me, I, I heard that again for the first time in months. And I was like, I really, I'm really actually pretty fucking proud of this CD. Right. Well, I, I like, downloaded you know. that shit on Apple Music about, I don't know, 45 minutes ago. I was like, I didn't know that shit was on Apple Music. Yeah. No shit. You just what? Yeah, I was like, oh, I typed in your name or I typed in your rapper name on the search bar and that shit came up. No, I'm like, come on. I was like, fuck yeah, dude. That's dope. Oh, yeah. I jammed it it when I was in Houston. But, but I didn't know it was, there was like, it was on Apple Music. Did you? Well, I mean, I have the, um, where you pay 15 bucks a month and you can get on unlimited music, you know? Right. But see, the thing about that CD is that Dalton created all those beats and I created all the flows and shit. So it's not YouTube beats and bullshit. Like it's a CD right, that actually right, can exactly. make money. You know what I mean? Like it can actually be, it's on Spotify as well. It's on YouTube. It's apparently it's on Pandora. It's on, we, we did distro kid and had it distributed to like any streaming service you can think of apparently it's everywhere you know it just never it just never really popped off you know what i mean but for anybody that was ever has ever wondered about it or whatever or ever wondered if there's a cd they don't know about well know my ghost volume one is fucking on every streaming service you can imagine i don't know if the lease or whatever is about to be up and it's not going to still be up on the services anymore um but I know that I keep getting emails about how it's going to be well, taken so down soon, it but it's still up. I listened to the whole thing. Yeah, I listened to it on Spotify um, last night. It's still going, and it's been over a year since we 
put it on there. So if we only paid for a year, maybe he renewed it. I'm not sure, but, but it's still up there. So maybe check it out while you got the chance, you know what I mean? Because what I did was I, I found the YouTube where it distributed it onto YouTube and I ripped all the songs uh, for YouTube to MP3 because there are songs anyway. It's not like I'm stealing somebody's music. I ripped on my own songs and then I put them into a full, like I went into a GarageBand project and made it all one one CD, you know what I mean? And then posted that on my YouTube. So Know My Ghost, Volume 1, there's a whole full album stream on my YouTube channel also. And uh, that's never coming down, like no matter what, that'll always be there. So that whole thing's on there and it's the deluxe edition too. So it has shit that you didn't get off Apple Music. Like it has five songs that... Oh, shit. version that got really? distributed because i found yeah because i found them and i was like these need to go on there too so i made it a deluxe edition so there's five more songs that you're not gonna find on spotify or youtube or you know the uh you know pandora or apple or any of that like that's only okay. on, on my that's youtube dope. you know because i and there's an individual video that's just the b-sides you know just those songs that those five songs that didn't make it onto the CD. And in my opinion, they're, they could have been on there. Like, mo- like most of them are pretty fucking good. To me. Yeah. So, Go download that shit. Yeah. Y'all. That, you hear me? That's the more. It, for sure. Yeah. Or just, you know, check if you can't find it anywhere, maybe it got taken down, go on my YouTube channel. Look, look for know my ghost and you'll see it. The deluxe edition, you know, the B sides, whatever you want to hear the whole CDs on there that's really cool so my next question is what do you have do you have anything planned for the future yeah um so like i said dalton's cooking up some new stuff and he sent me a few beats that he's got that he's you know finished and i'm kind of creatively burned out because of recording two cds with brady that you know a few months ago and the second one we're still working on mixing and mastering and getting it put out but you know, I think I'm a little creatively burned out, you know, and so like maybe I've overwhelmed myself with rap a little bit. So I need to take some time off from that, maybe go back to guitar or whatever. But, you know, I've I'm you know, I'll I'm ready to at least try and sit down and put some raps to his his beats, because the goal next is to however long it takes, you know, do a, do a CD or probably just five or six, EP, tracks. Maybe yeah. five, four, five, six songs. Yeah, make an EP and really try to push this one. You know what I mean? Really try to write the best shit I've ever written. You know, like really try to go hard with it and then put the money into it and market it and just see what happens. You know what I mean? That's the that's my plan for the next when I get back to rap, whenever that is. That's what oh, yeah. I want to do. That's dope. You know, yeah, I mean, I get that where you can become burnt out from what you're doing at that particular point because you've done it for you know, however, however long, or you wrote this much, or you rap this much, and you just, sometimes you just need to take a little break, you know? Because I don't know if y'all realize this, but in the, in the weeks leading up to before I go record with Brady, like, we're talking maybe for a straight month, I'll take all the rough, rough versions of the songs I'm going to be recording with him. I'll put them on a playlist on my phone and listen to them and practice them every fucking day, at least once, you know? So if you're talking about listening to the songs every single day for a month straight, then you're talking about hearing them 
several fucking times a day when I'm there recording them with them because we got to record them and then mix them and master them. Then you're talking about hearing them tons more times in the throughout the mixing and mastering process where he's sending me you know some of it mixed and he's like what do you think and then i'm like okay fix a few things then i send him back to him i hear the songs so many so many fucking times that by the time the cd's out and just to be honest i never get sick of it i'm <laughs> i'm probably my own biggest fan and, and critic but but i fucking you know eventually i'm just like i've heard even if it's just my rap i've heard so much goddamn rap that it's like I couldn't fathom. Bro, I don't want to rap right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Fuck rap. Yeah, I'm, I'm done. Back to metal. I'm retired. <laughs> nah, I'll never go back to metal, but but the great, you know, downfall of it all is that really my dream, I I never thought I'd rap. You know what I mean? Like I didn't that wasn't my dream. That wasn't my goal. I wanted to be a fucking rock star, man. I wanted to play metal and shit then when i got into like progressive rock and stuff like that i was like i want to be up there you know playing just crazy experimental stuff on guitar and singing you know and just doing that whole thing and you know when i listen to that type of music which is what i mostly listen to i'm like god i wish i could sing like these dudes god i wish i could still shred an electric guitar and come up with this um, these amazing compositions that they come up with because if we're just being honest guys it fucking rapping is nowhere near as difficult as it is to sit there and have instruments in front of you. And several of you have to sit there and come up, especially if you're an experimental progressive band trying to come up with fresh, all new stuff. That's ultra complex like that shit. Unless you just have one of those people that just has a knack for it, or you're in a band where everybody has a knack for it, that shit is hard, man. That I shit bet, takes I so fucking much bet. time. I bet it's like me. you're sitting in a room and you're like, well, what do you got? Nothing right now. What about you? <laughs> that shit to me, like, I just, rap is just a much better outlet for me because it doesn't require that I have to sit there and work on one right. song for months. You know what I mean? Like, because if I was into the, if I was a rocker and shit, I'd want to be making progressive rock, like difficult to play, difficult structures, crazy lyrics, really high fucking singing, that wailing type singing that's just so hard to do, like the full maximum of my abilities on everything, which is amazing to anybody that can do that. And I love that kind of music, but it's just so much easier for me, not because rap is isn't hard because it, it is you know what i mean you have to have a specific talent to be able to rap and stuff but it's just easier for me especially with short beats because i'm the type of person i can sit there and in an hour i can write a song and it might end up like a lot of the songs that ended up on my cds they were written in one hour i was just sitting there and i was like this beat's dope let's fucking write to it and as long as i didn't stop like and then because i don't pick shit up back up later you know what i mean if i stop i'm like well the vibe wasn't good i didn't finish it in one sitting so it's not worth coming back to i'm just a weird person like that maybe it's my attention span so you know it raps good for me because i can sit there and hammer out a song because it comes so naturally to me i can hammer out a track in an hour two hours or whatever but i can stay focused and not walk away from it you know because i'm like right. this i have to finish this you know what wow. i mean that's um that how do I say okay. that's cool because like a lot of people I think in nowadays the way rappers are rapping, they're not really rapping like lyric lyrically. 
You know what I mean? So for you to sit there and be like, all right, I'm fucking mm-hmm. finishing this song, whether it's great or not, that just that tells me that you you want it that bad. You know, you wanna you wanna produce something good for your listeners. Did I tell you about no. the hundred songs? Hold on, in you wrote a hundred songs in a hundred days? Whoa. More than a hundred. Okay, so yeah, so when I was making Know My Ghost, right, I fucking sat down with Dalton and I used to talk to him every morning, sometimes for hours at a time. Like my routine would be I'd get up, I'd smoke a bowl, I'd go out to the, I'd get an energy drink, go out to the park and fucking just sit in my car in the same spot I parked in every day and just sit there and I would like call Dalton and I'd be like, all right, so what's the plan for today? You already know what I'm going to do. I'm going to write a song, maybe two songs. And we'd talk about the CD. We'd talk about our aspirations for what we were trying to do and where we were trying to go with this rap shit, you know? And so we would just talk for a while and then I'd get off the phone and I would just find his beats and I'd go through it. I'd find one that he had so goddamn many that I would find a beat and I'd be like, I'm writing to this one. And I'd hammer out a song in an hour or two and if i was really feeling the vibe i'd fucking hammer out another one and before it was even lunchtime i'd have fucking two songs written and what i'd always do is after i'd written them and practiced them a few times within that hour or two hours i would take my phone and record a rough version with the you know the beat playing behind me and just record a rough version that way i had something locked in that if maybe the next day forgotten how i did it i've got a recording of it that i can sit there and practice to so I was writing a song every day, and it's just something we came up with. I just told him, like, I'm going to see if for 100 days straight, wow. I can write a song every day. And we're talking, we're talking from during that time period, there was maybe th- three, maybe four days during that whole time period that I didn't write a song, maybe in three or four days during that whole 100 days. Um, because shit would just like, there was a few, there was, you know, if something happened, and, you know, and I just absolutely couldn't do it, but I pretty much made myself do it every day. And so because of the fact that I was writing two in a day, sometimes even three in a day, it ultimately ended up being even more than 100 songs in 100 days. So I was hammering them out. And would just to be honest, they weren't all right. Players, but you know what I mean? You still they made out three songs in a hundred days, which is pretty fucking you know, amazing. Yeah, I was, I was driven, man. And B- Dalton's beats just got me so amped. I was like, he's such an amazing producer, and his beats to me just are so dope. And it's just amazing that I came across this person that that I was around growing up that I never knew would grow up to do. This. And here, meanwhile, I'm rapping, and I don't even know him. And meanwhile, he's been making beats, and I never knew. And now I got somebody that's telling me, use any of my beats, dude. Let's do, let's work together on this shit. So I was amped, and I was like. I'm going to fucking do your beats justice, man. So I do all the songs and each pretty much each day I'd send them to, I'd be like, what do you think of this song I wrote today? And, you know, like I said, he would be like this, this one, I kind of don't feel this one, but Ooh, this one you wrote today. Oh yeah. It's a banger. So we would, you know, when we put no, my ghost volume one together, it was, you know, the first, we took like the first 30 songs I had written and picked the best ones out of that. And we had Know My Ghost Volume 2 and 3 planned. I already had a track list planned for him and everything. I still have the songs recorded on my phone. But the beats that I was using are kind of some of his oldest beats. And it kind of, you know, burnt him out using years ago, shit right. he had made, you know, a long time ago. So, 
So he was kind of burnt out with doing that, you know, so I can understand that. So maybe there will always only be a volume one of Know My Ghost, but we'll see. We may be well, come I, back to it at some she point. Like, I never knew Dalton made beats until you started rapping with him. I was like, what? He makes rap beats? Like, that's, that's insane. All the beats on Know My Ghost are his beats, man. His complete creations. And those are that was in his. Those beats are from his early stages. You know what I mean? You should hear the beats he's making now. Like you should go follow him on Spotify or just whatever and hear the shit he puts together now. He's got, he just gets better because right. he never stops. Playing, you, know, I, you know, I definitely will. And his I rapping will is a lot better him. too. Like he's, I don't he's know really, why I didn't before. <laughs> yeah. Cause he's got, he's got hundreds upon hundreds of beats on there, man. You can just sit there and fucking just put on beats and just fucking vibe out. You know what I mean? Like, hell yeah. It's dope. Well, bro. Okay. So like, I'm sorry. I have to go right now. Like I got a little emergency, but my bad, but we will definitely continue right. this. Are you off tomorrow? Uh, no, I work tomorrow. I'm not off again until, uh, let's see Monday. I got a new, I'm starting a new schedule where I'm going to be off Monday and Tuesday. So we'll have to, you know, uh, next time we do a pod, get together um, on okay. a Monday yeah, or Tuesday good. night, probably. Well, we got at least an hour out of this one. All right. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. It's been real, man. We we talked about Drake <laughs> rap down. the whole time, but that's cool. So, Thanks for quizzing me on, on the... On the whole rap, I love your shit, dog. It's been cool talking about. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. All right, buddy. I appreciate that a lot. All right. Later, bro.